The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out CybionicsCGM.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and for World Diabetes Awareness Month, we are doing something a little bit different. Every single day in November, we will be releasing a brand new episode with practical tips, practical insight, and practical advice you can implement with your own diabetes management. This is 30 days to change your life with type 1 diabetes. But remember, this is all from my own experience. If you have any issues or concerns regarding your own diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back to our 30-day diabetes project. And today what we're going to cover is traveling with diabetes. Now, Graham, traveling with diabetes is a a very vague statement to make, or it's very sort of, it's a very broad topic that I can talk Mm. about, but I'm going to try and give specific points that we can use regardless of the type of travel that we're doing. Okay. Yeah. So Generally, when we're traveling with type 1 diabetes, why that's a challenge for people, myself included, is the fact that it's unpredictable, it's uncertain, there's probably more highs, there's probably more lows, we're changing time zones, we're having meals out, we're changing different routines, we are eating completely different types of foods, we're probably drinking more alcohol. So there's a lot of different things that are changing. And as a result, generally, when our environment or the things around us change, that can be reflected also in our blood sugar and our diabetes management. So what I like to do when I'm traveling or just completely out of routine is I try and keep the things in my control as consistent as possible to keep my blood sugar as consistent as possible. So what I do is I have a mobile routine is what I call it. So a mobile routine essentially is my main management tips or my main management fundamentals that I know benefit me on a daily basis, decisions, actions, behaviors, and can I take them with me while I travel? So to give an example, my mobile routine is going to be a pre-bolus. It's going to be movement of some kind. It's going to be drinking water, and it's going to be focusing on protein and veg with my meals. Now, there's none of those things that I can't do when I'm traveling. It's my decision to do those things. So if I have consistency with that mobile routine, even though I'm completely 
in a different environment, different routine. There's chaos going on around me. If I'm consistent with those four things, it reflects in my blood sugar. It reflects in my energy. It reflects in the highs and lows that I see. Number two, when I have my mobile routine, the second thing that I look at is I acknowledge the fact that I'm traveling. I acknowledge the fact that I'm away, that I'm abroad, that I'm eating different foods at different times, et cetera, et cetera. So I adjust my expectation, meaning I adjust the fact that I have an expectation normally for my day-to-day that my blood should be like, personally for me, 85 plus minimum. Whereas if I'm massively out of routine, maybe my expectation is going to be slightly different and that I'm okay with that maybe potentially being slightly lower from time to time, which helps with the mental side of diabetes while you're traveling. there's a voice crack for you, as Mm -hmm. always, as always. The next thing I do is I set boundaries for what I do and what I don't do, meaning if I make a decision to do something or if I make a decision not to do something while traveling for a beneficial reason, I stick to that boundary. If I say to myself, I'm not drinking alcohol on this trip, that's a boundary set. If I say to myself, I'm not going to eat after X time too close to bed. That's a boundary set. And I stick to those boundaries because a boundary that you create has a purpose, has a benefit. So stick to it. And then two, a combination of, I suppose, two different things. If you're moving a lot while you're abroad, you could be on a holiday, you could be walking around massively more, massively more, um, a lot more than you do normally. And as a result, you may require less insulin. So be mindful of that. If I'm abroad, if I'm on holiday, vacation, whatever it is, and I'm eating out a lot, eating takeout food, eating restaurant food, chances are I need more insulin. So your environment, what you're doing and what you're not doing can impact the amount of insulin you take or how much you adjust it by. But if I was to just pick one out of those four, I know we're trying to keep this brief, it would be have a mobile routine built from habits, actions, or decisions that benefit you on a daily basis. Put them in your back pocket and bring them with you, whatever you're doing. 